0: friend. Welcome to Plays Well with Others, a podcast for creative community to discuss everything from the sensitive to the silly, but most importantly, to explore play. Come play with us. I'm your podcast host and wiggly dancer, lover of ducks and hats, Alex B. Arnipold. Let's dive in, shall we? Hello, everyone. Hello, friends. It is so wonderful to be speaking to you again. Happy Astrological New Year. Happy first day of April. April Fool's Day, even. I promise this is not a prank or a joke. I just happen to be coming to you on April Fool's Day. Okay. I don't want to come in with the spirit of walking with my tail between my legs. And honestly, that feels like a theme in my life lately, and I'm personally trying to unwrite that and write a new narrative. But I do feel like I owe you an apology. I came in hot with the new year, saying that I was going to release a ton of new episodes. I actually recorded a bunch. And guess what? Life got the better of me. How many times has that happened to you? where you have big plans, big ideas, and suddenly life had other plans. Things were going to go a little bit differently. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I find that I experience this the most right after the new year. I don't know if it's the anticipation of something fresh and something new or some weird expectation that I can live without hurdles or challenges, but Damn, I got to say, the new year, year after year January provides some challenging things to work through. So, I don't want to go too deep into it, but I do believe in looping you in. As I've mentioned on this podcast, we are a community. We are in conversation. And I want to be in conversation with you. The beginning of this year was really Hard for me. My partner and I experienced many things that kind of threw our lives for a loop, from health related issues to switching medications to our kitchen quite literally exploding. Long story short, our kitchen filled with sewage and it was so bad that they had to tear down the walls, take out the floor, and we wound up moving. So I now come to you. From right outside of Los Angeles in the beautiful city of Sierra Madre. And while this was definitely a silver lining to the entire month, that doesn't mean it was without challenges. And they really got the better of me. Or I suppose I should say, because I don't love that phrase, getting the better of you. They got the focus of my energy. And I simply didn't have enough resources emotionally, mentally, physically, to be able to continue doing this work. It felt really hard to bring my focus to community and sharing when I was barely able to take care of myself. It can be so hard to remember to take care of ourselves when we are in the midst of pure chaos. And I definitely was amidst chaos. However, I'm coming into a season now where I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, funny enough, my podcasting equipment, which I packed away to save it from the sewage that was pouring through my walls, and then was lost for over two months, was just found today. My wonderful partner, who I love you so much, by the way, Pap, came into the bedroom this morning and let me know Hey, did you know that your podcasting equipment is underneath your pile of children's building blocks? Because yes, I own children's building blocks. No, not for a child. Yes, for myself. And they were safely stored away, I believe, until I was ready to share with other people. Until I was emotionally resourced. Physically and spiritually resourced. I truly believe my podcasting equipment was hiding. As a way to protect me, I know it might sound totally out there, but hey, thanks, podcasting equipment. I wasn't ready until now. But here I am, recording and ready, coming to you on the first day of April. And I'm really feeling that fiery Aries energy. I am finally feeling like myself again after so much turmoil. And I'm ready to connect, I'm ready to share my story, the stories of our community, and of course the stories of play with you. So as we dive in truly this time, I'm gonna say this is the real new year, the real beginning of 2022. Let's dive in to plays well with others. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey and for withstanding a brief hiatus. (laughs) All right, friends, let's dive in. I am so excited about some of the upcoming offerings that Rec Center, our online space for creative play and inclusive community, will be offering in the next couple of months, including a course called Playground. Now, I'm not just bringing this up as an invitation to join us, of course, I would love it if you joined us. It's going to be amazing, but more so to kind of tune us into what I'm going to be discussing and exploring over the next couple of weeks. Let's be honest. How many of you are feeling really burnt out? I'm raising my hand over here. I know I am. We have done some really important work in the last couple of years, and we've done it all while withstanding and continuing to survive a global pandemic. Talk about absolute threshold in terms of energy, in terms of what you're able to withstand. There's a concept called surge capacity that many individuals experience when they are amidst a natural disaster, say a tsunami or a tornado, in which your body goes into full adrenaline mode to take care of you, to really ensure that you're able to survive this. Well, scientists have looked at the fact that most of us within the pandemic are experiencing surge capacity as well. However, we cannot withstand that type of surge long term. We can do it during a natural disaster that maybe has a finite amount of time in which you experience it, the length of a hurricane and then maybe the aftermath. Well, the pandemic has no end date. So we have basically been at capacity for two years now. We were not meant to withstand that. Let's add on top of this parfait of energy drain, the fact that many of us dealt with job loss. Or maybe you began a new job, you sought a new way of living during the pandemic. Maybe you're burnt out from politics or the war. Let's be real. There is so much going on right now. And yet, at the same time, we want to feel good. We want to feel creative. We want to feel playful. But these things feel like the antithesis of one another. We want to feel like joyful, creative human beings again. So how do we get back to that? Okay, I'm not saying there's a one-size-fits-all model here. It's going to be different for every individual. And I know, you can already anticipate me saying, we need to play, we need to be more present and find pleasure. And of course, of course, of course. But maybe this journey is a little bit more cyclical. Maybe it's spiralic, like a spiral staircase that you step up. And as you continue moving upward, you actually loop back into where you were before, so that you're seeing the same things that you saw previously, but from a higher elevation. We can't begin to build this staircase, this spiral staircase towards who knows where our creative ether, unless we start at the ground. This is why I call this upcoming series that Rec Center is offering Playground. Yes, of course, fun play on words, but it's because we start with the ground, where we're at right now. And that's exactly what we're going to do with this podcast over the next couple of weeks. This week, we're going to start with looking at our seed that we're planting in this beautiful ground and taking some time to assess the soil from which we grow. I'm throwing a lot of metaphors at you right now. We've got a staircase, we've got plants growing, but you know me. I love the synthesis of multiple metaphors, ideas. It can be more than one thing at once, so just go with it for now. I promise it will all make sense in the end. So, to start with, let's examine your seed. Your seed could be anything that you want to plant. This is the idea. Perhaps that's what you're striving for. Maybe it's to be more creative. Maybe it's a feeling that you're chasing of wholeness or connectivity. Maybe it's a goal or a project that you want to execute. Your seed can truly be anything. Perhaps we can take a moment right now to collectively consider our seed. Shall we? Perhaps consider, what is the feeling you want to cultivate in your life? Or perhaps asking yourself, why am I listening to this podcast today? What am I seeking? Or maybe you're just thinking about a project that you might want to follow through on. And don't worry if you can't think of something right away. You can always come back. So no worries. Your seed is anything that you want to see grow and flourish in your life. And what's important to note is that your seed is already within you. I strongly believe in the idea that everything we're going to be or the desired outcome of our lives is already within us. Like our DNA. It's written into our bodies and souls. We just have to take the right actions to nourish that growth. I think about a tree like a giant sequoia, that massive tree that is eventually going to tower over others that has one of the deepest root systems. Started from a little seed. And I know it's cheesy, the metaphor of seed to tree. But what I find fascinating isn't that a tiny thing becomes a large thing, but rather all of the information that tree needed to become what it is today was already written in the cells of that seed. It's hard sometimes to see the potential within, but everything that we want or need is within us right now. In order to watch your seed flourish, it just needs the right environment, the right nourishment, the right light. So perhaps taking a moment to stop and look at yourself and your own seed and get curious with yourself. How is this seed already within me? Growing our seed isn't an act of Changing who you are at a core level, growing our seeds and our creative life is actually just tapping into who we already are and everything that we already have and providing the right nourishment and environment. That's all. That's all it is. No one is becoming anything that they're not. We're cultivating what we already are. So we have your seed. And now, We look to the environment that it's in. Usually when a gardener goes to plant something, they don't go willy-nilly just planting things in the soil. You could totally do that, and don't get me wrong. I typically garden that way, let's be honest. But let's say that I'm an experienced seasoned gardener that knows exactly when to plant things and consults the farmer's almanac or whatever it is that true gardeners do. But perhaps say if you were a farmer, and this was your livelihood. And in a sense, the work we're talking about here kind of is. Whether creativity is where you make your financial profit, your spiritual profit, your emotional profit, we still benefit and profit from this process. So yeah, this is your livelihood. We need to take it seriously then. And we need to make sure that we understand and can see the environment in which we are planting. So, how do we do that? We need to see the potential of where we've been and where we are right now. Just like the metaphor of the seed and everything that it holds, we need to see that our environment, our past, our current narratives hold the same potential for tremendous growth. We can't even begin to dig in the dirt unless we see the potential of the soil, the nutrients it already has, understanding the past and what already has been provided. So, would you like to do a fun little exercise with me? Wonderful. Feel free to do this in a journal, a notebook, or even just type it. You can obviously also just think the answers in your beautiful brain. Are you ready to go? Wonderful. Feel free to answer these questions, longhand, shorthand, whatever feels right to you. First question, what is your name and what are your pronouns? Okay, I know it sounds like an easy question, but I promise they're gonna get a bit more in-depth. Where do you live currently? Where did you grow up? Who surrounds you currently? And who surrounded you in the past? What and where did you study? You can keep it broad and define study vaguely if you'd like. That could be emotional learning, academic, spiritual. Maybe that even includes defining what learning meant to you. What is the land that surrounds you? Who came before you? Who paved the path for you? Who do you love? And who loves you? What makes you happy? What are you good at? What is your story? All right, I know that's a lot of questions I just threw at you. So feel free to go back through and pause after each question and jot down anything that comes to mind. So the next step We need to get to know the nutrients that are available in your life. We just objectively looked at all of these different ways of seeing and viewing your life, your history, your past, what you're bringing into this space now. And now let's take a deeper look. We do this exercise because we want to have an objective perspective first. And then for each of your answers, what I would encourage you to do is look at what is a nutrient or a benefit or something that has in some way enriched your life as a result of that experience. For instance, when I answer those questions, it becomes really apparent to me that land and nature and connection to my environment is so crucial. I answer those questions with phrases about the mountains that I live near, about my friends that are farmers who inspire me to connect to my land. I also write a lot about community and learning and how those are crucial to who I am. It's clear to me right away that I deeply value the environment and community, and that my experiences have really enriched my life. So, that these are really at the forefront of what I do. I'm curious for you what comes up when you think about your nutrients. Obviously, not every experience in life is going to be one that is sunshine and rainbows. We all have trauma and pain. But what I wonder is if we take a clear look at these life experiences, we get a greater sense of who we are today as a result. All of our lives are so rich with experiences and nutrients that really can inspire our creative practice today. But we don't typically take the time to ground ourselves, to see where we've been with a rear view perspective. And this also includes acknowledging our teachers, acknowledging the lineages that came before, Nothing happens solo in a vacuum. Everything is connected. It's all a larger collaboration, including a collaboration with our own lives. So, how do we be in collaboration with our lives? How do we move forward with these experiences creatively, spiritually, emotionally, physically? We have to move through the entire cycle of growth. So, this was just step one of acknowledging. And seeing. In our next episode, I'm going to take a deeper look at what we do now with that soil, what we do with these experiences, what we do with that seed. And of course, this also includes everyone's favorite composting. Yep, taking the stinky, dirty trash of your life, or at least the things you see as stinky, dirty trash. Spoiler they're not, and using them as the fertilizer from which we will grow. Because dear one, you have so much potential within you. You are literally bursting with it. So let's put that seed in soil. Let's give it the nourishment it needs. Let's collaborate with your life, with each other, to grow something truly spectacular. Because this isn't just for fun, it is your birthright to thrive. You contain multitudes and are absolutely magnificent. I am honored to be here with you on this journey. Let's get planting, friends. See you next time. This has been Plays Well with Others. Until next time, be present, feel good, and play every day. Plays Well with Others is a part of Rec Center, the radically inclusive space for creative play. Plays Well with Others is also brought to you with the support of Softer Sounds Studio. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast has been recorded and brought to you from the unceded lands of the Tonga Nations, both past and present, also known as present-day Los Angeles. Here at Plays Well with Others and Rec Center, we believe that nothing happens in a vacuum. We'd like to acknowledge some of our inspirations, which include Belle Hooks, Adrian Maury Brown, Robin Wall Kimmerer. Lindsay Mack of Tarot for the Wild Soul, Jenny O'Dell, and many, many others. This podcast, of course, would not be possible without the support of our community, which includes our internal staff, like Lucia Calderon-Arieta and Alicia Wilson. And of course, all of you. Thank you, beloved community, for being a part of Rec Center and plays well with others.